Welcome to the Tuscarawas County Anti-Drug Coalition podcast, bringing you open and honest conversations about resources in Tuscarawas County. Now here's your host, Jody Salvo. Hi, this is Jody Salvo. Welcome to the Tuscarawas County Anti-Drug Coalition podcast. Today I'm joined with Jamie Smith, the Executive Director at the Tuscarawas County um, Senior Center, and Vicki Yates, the Program Coordinator at the Tuscarawas County um, Senior Center. And honestly, I'm excited about this podcast because um, I love working with the elderly, which I was just informed that I guess I'm one of them at this point. I'm certainly <laughs> eligible to, to go to the Tuscarawas County Senior Center. But when I first moved to Ohio and I moved to Tuscarawas County, um, I worked with seniors and I had a great opportunity to work with the Senior Center and I was blown away by the supports, the services, like it's a gem. It does not exist like this in other states, probably in other places in Ohio. So um, I also want to bring it up. We're the Anti-Drug Coalition. And why are we talking with the Senior Center? It's because our seniors, our grandparents, our older adults have such amazing influence on our young people and on our community. So um, just providing services for our seniors, um, really does make a stronger Tuscarawas County. So with all that being said, I'm going to welcome both of y'all here today. And Jamie, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay. Well, thanks for inviting us. Sure. Um, I've only been at the Tuscarawas County Senior Center since December. So I'm a newbie uh, in so this role. So you came in a time of change. Huh? I did. And for the first uh, few months of my uh, directorship, we were normal, business as usual, um, and then, of course, the COVID hit in March. So um, what what I was doing the first few months and what I'm doing now seem to be very different. So uh, we're learning. But uh, I've, I've been in the social service world for the last 20 plus, 25 plus years. It's getting more and more. Um, <laughs> so, so you're I'm, almost eligible for the services at the almost, Senior Center as well. Mm-hmm. Almost. Thanks, Jody. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So... The Senior Center has been a really good fit for me. I, too, enjoy working with the 50 and over population. Um, They're so uh, sweet and kind and knowledgeable and willing to share their own experiences and and wisdom. And I've really, I've enjoyed my role so far. And, of course, I I, uh, was able to inherit such a wonderful staff. Uh, This staff is just dedicated and loyal and and. How many places can you go in the social service kind of realm that people are there 18, 20, 25 years and still love their job? Um, So I really enjoy that. And that actually motivates me and excites me every day when I go to work and I see their um, excitement for what they do. So Senior Center has been a fun fun adventure so far. Right. You know, as you say, that longevity, um, it's probably been 10 years since I really worked with the Senior Center and I think all the same staff is still there. Like, yeah, it, they haven't changed. Um, and everyone is just so knowledgeable. And, and so my transition into this role has been very easy. Neat. Um, so, yeah, I've been fortunate in that. Yeah. The seniors talk about you all the time, about uh, how you used to come on site. So your name is still blowing through our hallways. Oh, Jody. that's super fun. Yeah, just neat. It's neat when you see that longevity and just a stable organization. And Vicki, tell us about yourself. Well, I've been with the Senior Center almost seven years in May. Okay. Well, it's what, July. Maybe it has been seven years. <laughs> uh, time flies when you're having fun, right? And like Jamie said, I love, 
I love my job. I love oh, working nice. with the seniors. I don't plan on going anywhere. Uh, the things that I do every day is so different, yep. uh, especially now with COVID. Nothing has been the same since March 13th, but we are adapting and we're coming up with different creative ways to stay in contact with the seniors, either through the, our uh, programs, such as our fitness. Uh, they could still make a reservation downstairs Monday through Friday, 8 to or nine to four. Okay. Uh, just call the senior center, and we have different times for different classes. I don't need, 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 need. So I'll tell you what. Let's start because I know the world y'all living in is vastly different than your past way the senior center ran. So I think for our listeners today, let's talk about what normally happens at the senior center. What kind of services um, options are available because. It's a vast array. So um, let's let's start there. What okay. normally happens? And we'll kind of move into, okay, now what does this look like right now? So our senior center is uh, always filled with anyone 50 and over. Um, and they are doing a wide variety of things all at the same time. We have people in our library. We have people playing cards. We have our breakfast, our lunches, uh, people down on the walking track, uh, in our fitness gym, taking fitness classes, uh, in the computer lab. That's a very popular um, area for our seniors to go. Uh, it, we have people in for the uh, Medicare consultations. I mean, our phones are ringing. People are coming through the halls. Uh, it's a pretty busy, vibrant kind of environment. Um, so when you're walking through the halls, you could say hi to 30 people from my office to the uh, dining hall. So the energy, I think that's one thing that we are truly missing right now is that energy sure. that um, that COVID has <laughs> decreased for us. Yeah. Um, so I, I would say any given day, you're just going to see bodies and vans around the community. Yeah. I think a lot of people definitely... Um, relate our transportation vans to our senior center. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's senior transportation. So prior to COVID, you would see 15 vans out on the road, um, taking multiple people to multiple places. Um, so that, of course, we can talk about how that's changed, but um, that was the world before COVID. Yeah. Vicki, tell us a little bit about your world before COVID. COVID. Oh, my. I, I'm never around. They can't ever find me. They they say they're going to put True a GPS. True statement. <laughs> I got to fit that. I, you, know. Um, you know, it's just a busy, I, I get to work at 8. I leave 4.30, sometimes 6.30. I come in at 6, sometimes, you know, planning right, events, right. activities, trips, uh, just constantly making sure that our seniors are happy and you know, we give them what they want. If they say, hey, I'd like to do ballet, which they, you know, they like, I'll go get an instructor. I'll try to see what I can do for that. Tap dancing was another one, but, oh you goodness. know, it didn't last all that long. But you know what? If they're coming to me and asking for it, I'm going to see that we can try to make it happen. Maybe. And, you know, right now, prior to COVID, if we were living in a in a pre-COVID world, Vicki would have already traveled to... South Carolina, I would right? have gone to, yeah, South Carolina, and I would have had, I'll be going to Iceland, but I'm going to have to, I canceled that. In yeah, Vermont. so our excursion oh trips goodness. have how had to cancel. So prior to COVID, you know, Vicki was doing, um, her and her team were um, organizing and traveling with the seniors on day trips. They would go all around the county. They could go out of county. They could go around the state of Ohio um, and 
excursion trips that would last four, five, six nights. So now when you do those kind of trips, like how's payment, travel, like how's all that happen? Okay, all they need to do, they do not have to be a member of the Senior Center. Okay. Although if they are a VIP member, they will get a discount on our day trips. Uh, anybody 50 and above, uh, there have been some exceptions that they want to take, like a granddaughter or grandson out to Vermont. Uh, we do make some exceptions to that uh, rule there. But uh, they can come in and uh, define what deposit need to be you know, put down on that trip. Sometimes a passport is required need to have that. It's a real simple process. And Easy. we utilize different touring companies. And right now, um, Went Touring yes. was one of our um, biggest. Uh, we've utilized the one out of, I'm, I'm thinking the B Diamond word. Tours. Diamond Tours. Diamond Tours. And the one out, not Baltic, but... Um, uh, well, Pioneer. Pioneer. We, we use their bus company. Okay. So, so, I mean, we utilize um, touring companies. So it's not us sitting at a desk figuring out what these um, adventures are going to be. We actually have professionals that guide us in those opportunities. And Vicki and her team decide, oh, I think our seniors would probably be more drawn to this trip or this trip. And uh, and that's how it kind of gets started. How and, neat. And we take seniors from out of the county and out of the state. If you have a mom, dad in Florida, they can come up and just as long as they meet us at Odd Lots, um, we're, we'll pick them up and we'll take them back to Odd Lots, but they got to get back to Florida. <laughs> and we'll take them on our trip with us. So you don't have to be limited that way. Great. Wonderful. So pre-COVID, traveling was wonderful, was yeah. fun. We Our trips were booked. Uh, it was good. And, you know, through COVID, I've only had a few cancellations on Iceland. Not one person canceled for Vermont. It, it was amazing. But unfortunately, we had to cancel that due to health and concerns. But, Mm -hmm. you know, they're eager. They love traveling. And that's what we do best is my sister and I love to have them with us. And they're comfortable because we go with them on their trips. So how many people normally go on? An excursion. Yeah. um, Anywhere from 25 to 50. Oh, wow. Okay. Usually, depending on the trip and day trips, depending on what van we use or we utilize a Pioneer bus or any kind of a, you know, charter bus. We fill them up. Sometimes we have waiting lists. Wow, really neat. So what other kind of things? You mentioned exercise class. You know, during COVID, let's talk about how creative we had to get. Okay, fair Um, enough. Because COVID brought us to a complete standstill. Um, March 12th, we got notification that the governor was likely going to start shutting, especially senior centers down first, Um, the whole congregate meal concept scared the CDC, scared our local health commissioner, uh, scared the governor's office, and we were given the order for March 13th done. I remember like when when everything started closing, because I, I had that time at the senior center, I thought, oh my goodness, I know there are some people that their breakfast, their everyday lunch, Everything they do revolved around like Absolutely. At the senior center. So Absolutely. I remember transportation kind of going, <gasps> you know. Yep. Uh, and, we- and I will say that um, the majority of our seniors understood, believed in it, knew why we were doing it, knew that it was not our decision. Sure. Um, and have been very, very supportive. Um, but Come March 13th, we closed everything except for transportation. Transportation continued emergent services. So we continued to transport our cancer patients, our dialysis patients, um, radiation therapy. 
Uh, we continued that throughout Never Stopped. We also uh, assisted with grocery shopping. Uh, we, we got a grant through uh, Area Agency on Aging uh, Region 9 that allowed us to grocery shop for folks and nice. get it to them. And they didn't have to be considered shut in or they didn't have to be considered vulnerable. You know, they were just affected by, you know, age and sure. COVID. Um, so you limited that to people that were already members yes. of the senior center? Well, or yes. You... Well, those who were accessing transportation that we okay. knew that okay. would benefit from. Um, but anyway, creativity wise, uh, we kind of lost contact, not completely, but we had to shut our services down for the month, the rest of March and the month of April gave us some time to sit back, strategize, think about, oh my gosh, how can we serve these seniors in a way different format than we've ever had to do before. Um, and I'm going to admit to myself, and I'm sure Vicki will jump on, okay, I'm not a technology guru, okay? I, and either are you, right? Like, we struggle with this. And I should be, because my husband is. Right. But I'm not. But when someone said, and I'm sure Vicki went, oh my gosh, her heart stopped when I said, hey, we should probably look at how can we do virtual fitness meetings. She was like, okay. I mean, that's the thing I love about working with Vicki is she's a yes girl. So if I come up with this harebrained idea, she's like, okay, let me look into that. Let me see if that's nice. possible. So I do love that. But we, uh, in uh, May, we immediately went to virtual fitness. Yeah. Um, Kelly, we pulled Kelly in our fitness specialist and she started doing classes and we had people signing up. We also started um, curbside pickup. We've never done that. We've had um, carry we out. About it. We've <laughs> talked about it. But we, of course, were holding off on that until we had a plan in place. Well, guess what? That plan came real quick. Um, so we do curbside pickup, and the seniors love it. We're probably, on average, probably 170 meals a day that we're doing curbside pickup. And what were you Pre-COVID. Uh, Pre-COVID for just carry out where they literally had to park their car, come in the building, get their food, and walk out. Uh, we were probably... Carry out, 25, 30, but mostly in-house, depending yeah, on kind of the what, meal. What was the meal? Yeah. Birthday day. Depending on the meal, of course, birthday day is the biggest, and that's like two... 250. Yeah, okay. 250. Um, and... Meatloaf day. Meatloaf day is big. About 175. Okay, so you're feeding about now what you did about, yeah. on a busy day. Right, every day. Every day. Every day, yeah. So, um, actually, I got to say, I saw that flaky fish um, yes. That's all today. over town. You guys advertised very well on that. Because every you. time I saw that on Facebook, I'm like, oh, can oh, I just run over? But then I saw there was like a reservation, so I'm like, ah. Oh. It's delicious, and you have until noon to order one. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they're delicious. I did it last So we cannot day. talk too long then. Right, because you're going to have to order it. Okay. Yeah. I should um, probably text Jana and tell her to get that order. <laughs> yeah, get one more in for, for Jody. Jody. to come get that. Um, delicious. It's well worth the $8, and there's a ton of food. Um, so we started doing the curbside, uh, and then it, we just slowly started doing new things. We did open up our restaurant. Restaurant? So okay, we, describe for any of our listeners that have never been to the Senior Center. First of all, I hope after this podcast, you go and check it out. Yes. And second, tell us about the restaurant. Oh, my it's gosh. It's adorable. Yes. Well, let me hit that point. If okay. you've never been to the Senior Center, you will be blown away, completely impressed with the services, the building itself. 
um, what we can, what we've managed to put into limited space. I mean, I was just very blown away the first time I was given a tour uh, of the senior center. Um, but anyway, we had to, in order for us to open our dining room, which is where we would host our congregate meals, we're not allowed to do congregate meals. Um, but if we could follow the restaurant protocols, we could open a restaurant. So we transformed our dining hall into a restaurant. Nice. So we have a hostess, we have servers, we have bussers, and, um, and we have a cashier. So at no time, once um, our folks come in for breakfast, they're seated, they have to have a mask on. Uh, we hand sanitize before we, heat, before we seat them. Um, they're seated. They never have to get out of their chair. It's just like being at a restaurant. And we make sure that when we cash them out, um, we're doing all the money handling. So literally we do the cat, the cashier gives us the, the change. We hand it to them and out the door they go. They enter one door, they exit another door. We've really um, put a lot of effort and time into our training for our staff because we're only doing this because we've repurposed staff members. Uh, I was going to say, did you have to hire? No, we have to do this. Did not hire. We were able to repurpose. So all of our aides that go into the homes in our in-home services, well, they can't go into homes right now. So they've all repurposed to become servers, uh, bussers, and they manage our gym operations. Okay. So I'll let Vicki talk a lot about what we've done in the in the gym. Sure. We have to have different uh, people at different areas to make sure that we're going right behind that person, sanitizing the equipment so they don't need to, you know, pick up a rag and what they used to do, they'd help themselves and, okay. you know, spray it off. We are doing that for them, um, making sure they're social distancing. You know, there's monitors in the hallway. We have people out front checking the temperatures, asking them the questions and guiding them to the to downstairs so they can get with their fitness classes and their instructors. But we, we've got a great team we put together. We pulled in our satellite managers. They're helping us out. Um, I roll up my sleeves, get my fingernails dirty, whatever I need to do to make them happy and come on in and be safe. And Vicki's actually teaching fitness classes right yes. now Maybe. because yes. our fitness I, specialist went and had a baby this week. She had a baby week. on us. She didn't give what me any the notice. Heck? She's six weeks early. Had a little, yep. Kelly had a little baby girl, Clara uh. June. So anybody out there watching, Kelly had her baby if you didn't already know because they knew it before. I mean, I knew at first, but as soon as I called the one person... <sighs> Wildfire. Yeah, it, by the time three o'clock rolled around, I called another person. Yeah, we already heard about it. So, so how are you as a fitness instructor? Well, when I first started, I did have to teach fitness classes. Okay, it was a very busy time. It was a very hard to juggle. But when we incorporated the VIP, we needed to have someone down there full time because, you know, I'm just Vicky. I'm not nine people. I yeah, like yeah. to be nine people, and I am hyper, but <laughs> I couldn't do it all. And uh, Kelly's phenomenal. I mean, she is great. She loves the group. They love her. I don't know how they're going to survive with me for 12 weeks, oh, honestly. <laughs> I'm teaching the uh, fitness uh, one, two, three. It's called Jerry Fit Class. Okay. Um, we have instructors for Tai Chi, Zumba, LaBlast, and uh, yoga. Oh, so wow. I'm only doing six classes a week, which from going from zero to six and since Tuesday, I'm doing good. <laughs> Are you sore? <laughs> yes. You don't use it, you lose it. Yeah. So, you know, they were, and same with the folks coming back to us. They hadn't had an exercise class since March 12th. Yeah. And, and yeah. of course, they'll walk outside or do something they can at home, but getting back into the building, 
they just feel relieved. Now, are you recording, um, live recording the we are fitness doing classes so people at home can take part? Well, they... I'm the, on the Zoom. We okay. did Zoom meetings. So okay. I get on there and I sit in my chair and they sit in their living rooms. And okay, so people are not coming to the center. They are as they well. Are. Okay. Both. both. We're, We're doing, doing both. both. Okay. We're offering both because we know not everyone is at that comfort level sure. where they want to enter the building. Sure. So we, right. we need to provide for both. Neat. And we're going to start doing some activities as far as maybe some trivia, having some activities out on the patio. I just got to get my bearings because, I did, like I said, I didn't expect Kelly was going to have her baby six weeks early. Wow. So. And we're trying to figure out, too, um, maybe an evening movie night where people are actually sitting in their cars and we can do it outside, nice. something cool like that. And we also talked about, um, oh, my gosh, it just left me, the, um, oh, shoot. It'll come back. Honey, to I me. don't read minds. I know. Listen, it's hey, the age she's thing. Having a senior moment. I know she is. I should. <laughs> but I'm not fifty yet. <laughs> so, um, also, activities prior didn't you have quilting and puzzles and card games and all that kind of and stuff? Billiards Bingo and bunko and, and yeah. on and on and on. I mean, it was a constant. Uh, so busy. We, you know, we has we usually see three to 400 people a day in and out of that building. Wow. And I don't personally see all those people because they come in and, and not everybody does the same thing. Sure. So it's a constant. They're here, there, everywhere. And pick one particular thing that they like to do. But, um, yeah, the card games. And we've had several calls. Why can't we come play cards? Why can't we quilt? We're, we'll sure. be six feet apart. Please let us. Sorry, I'm sorry. There's just some things that we're still having to follow the sure. Ohio Department of Health order and anything considered congregate, um, and because we do serve that vulnerable population, um, we we've had to suspend until until the now, threat's over. I did hear you say that the aides could not go to the house, and I don't know if that's a program that people realize, um, but. The in-home services. Yeah, the in-home services. Um, in-home services is a, a great program, and you're right. It's not well advertised. We, I have about 20-plus clients on the waiting list right now. Okay. I am going to have to hire uh, an, a, another aide, probably a full-time aide. Um, but in-home services, really, it is a non-medical program, so we're, we're not coming in like a home health agency. If your loved one needs true home health, medication sorting, um, true top to bottom bathing, that kind of, that's not what we do. We are the ones that you can call if you need some light housekeeping, if you need um, some minimal chores done, if you need meal prep, or actually on Wednesdays you need a meal prepared. Um, those are the grocery shopping, pharmacy pickup. Those are the kind of things that our aides do. Um, it's our way to assist those who may be teetering on, do they need to go to assisted living? Do they need, can they stay home on their own? It's our way of ensuring that those family members are getting that support sure. to stay in the home longer than anticipated. It's an amazing program, absolutely. And in the past, you always had very stable staff as we well. Do. We and that, do. And that's really kind of neat. Um, and, you know, you, we are six aides. They they love their clients. They're missing their clients right now. Um, so they've been calling their clients uh, once a week to check on them throughout this entire pandemic. And uh, just the clients are also saying, we can't wait for you to come back. We're ready to see you. They, that socialization, you know, that's one thing. 
Um, when you have folks who are homebound, they need that socialization. They, sure. they desire. And that's the whole point, really, of the senior centers. Is so are you guys waiting for the green light from the governor on that one? We are. As a whole, yes. Um, but the more that we can open, as long as we're following established sure. Restart Ohio protocols, we're going to do that. Um, this is, you know, one thing about me, I'm creative. I love my creative side. And uh, this pandemic has truly, it's been, my creativity has truly been a gift because it's gotten us through Right. Vicki is very creative. Like we've had to brainstorm how do we achieve something with so many obstacles yeah. in our way. And Jamie, with our leadership, she gathered us on the Zoom and said, reach out to your most vulnerable population that you know of. We have access to my senior. We all have that from home. We were making phone calls from home. Nice. Uh, the ones that were not able to come to the center prior COVID, that telephone reassurance, we continue to call them in the home and they appreciated that and we just like trying to be creative so um nice. you know it's it's something in our hearts that we feel that just because they're not in our building that doesn't mean we cannot right. keep contact with them and we'll see them drive around the center in the mornings when are you going to open they'll talk to kenny and, oh, nice. you know they're just always driving by just to see if that sign came off the door you know yeah. it says do not enter yeah so oh, it's neat. it's sad but you know we got to get through this together and we're always there monday through friday 8 to 4 30 we'll answer the phone if they'd like to call and talk you know so, there's can ahead. i say this there's another program that um the majority of our community has no idea we do mm -hmm. um and that's our home repair our minor home repair program uh, we build ramps we fix decks we repair windows we repair doors we we are a handyman type service, and if if the if the um, senior, sixty and over, are you know of a lower income, the levy dollars pay for those services. If they're over that threshold, then there's a sliding fee scale that we will enact. So um, if if you have a senior, or you know of someone who's got that broken window or the doors barely hanging on the hinge or, or they need a ramp, call us. Nice. These are things that we will do. And we will definitely do all those things I just mentioned because they're all outside or we can wear a mask if we need to work inside. Um, we, uh, the men that we have, we have four repairmen. They will install a uh, handicap, handy, cap accessible bars in the bathroom. Nice. Yeah. I mean, that is one program that I really want to put some effort into marketing nice. because people need to know that we're here to do that. Great. It is this, a invaluable. Yeah. And program. they all want to stay in their homes as long as they can. Sure. And this is where we come in and we can help. Mm -hmm. We can try to help. Yep. Just got to give us a call. Yeah. So you just mentioned, cause I was going to say the senior center is remarkable. There is just no doubt about it. And we're going to say it probably another five times. Go see it if you have not <laughs> yes. seen it because yes. it will blow you away. And whatever your perception of a senior center might be will definitely be changed right. via your visit. But how do you find this? How is it supported? Um, what do we need to know? So the Tuscross County Senior Center, and we have five satellites. I'm not sure if everybody knows that either. So we have a satellite office in Claymont, Eurexville, Garraway in Sugar Creek, Newcomerstown, Westchester, which is way out yeah, there, but, and I'm they're gonna... definitely serving a gap, and um, Mineral. Mineral City. 
So with five satellites plus the Dover office, and we are graciously funded by the residents of Tuscarawas County. Uh, every five years, we put a levy on the ballot. And um, the last one was in 2015. It was a 0.8 mil levy. Uh, it passed. And that is really what gets us through. We still write grants. We still have a fundraiser or two or three. Um, so we try to, and we also get uh, a rather large dollar figure from uh, Area Agency on Aging for our transportation services. But other than that, the levy truly does support our seniors at our senior centers across the county. Nice. Now, your satellites, are they open right now? They are not. Well, two of them are um, still providing emergent transports, and actually they have uh, evolved from emergent. And two of the, the same two are doing curbside uh, meal pickup. Okay. So we have three that are um, unable to open because they don't provide either of those right now. Okay, fair enough. So funded by levy, by taxpayers' dollars, absolutely benefits. Absolutely. Everyone. County. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, we do have um, a request to the commissioners uh, to put a levy on the ballot in November uh, to support us beginning 2022. Nice. Yeah. So I guess I'm just going to plug it. If you see it on the ballot, again, if you haven't seen the senior center, go see it. And you'll definitely get that this is worth investing. And in. we're not asking for a new. We're not asking for an increase. We're just asking for the same 0.8 mil uh, renewal. So very simple, but very well worth it. Very good. It's a great investment in Tuscarawas County. Is there anything else you guys would like to add about the Senior Center? I think the, the last thing I want to add is um, we do offer a program, and it's called Supporting Our Seniors, and it's, it's SOS. We call it SOS. And these funds, some of them are made up from levy dollars. Some are made up of specific grants that are written, and other funds that go into the account are from fundraisers. This money is held to assist those who are struggling with paying rent, paying utilities. Maybe they can't afford a medication. Maybe they need new eyeglasses and they don't have that insurance or that coverage in their Medicare. This program serves anyone 60 and over. And all you have to do is fill out a simple application and provide, like let's say you need help in your, um, your rent, provide an invoice from your landlord or a receipt from utility company. Um, But with the COVID and, um, you know, the economic hardships that's happening, we are seeing that affect our seniors as well. And I have have paid out a lot of money in the last three months to seniors in helping them stay afloat uh, with their rent and their more um, utilities. Okay. So people just need to know that we are a a resource. Mm -hmm. And if you know someone is struggling, you know, please call, please reach out to us. And we do our HEAP program that runs September through April. So tell everyone what the HEAP program is. The HEAP is. program is a utility-based uh, program that if you need help with your utilities, um, it's an energy assistance program. They can come in and contact or call the senior center. We do need to get an application filled out. It's easy, simple as one, two, three. So that'll start back up in September. And how about tax preparation, Medicare? AARP has canceled all tax prep for this year. Um, and Medicaid consulta- Medicare consultations are still happening. 
Let um, people know what the Medicare consultations are because so I think that's an important service. We as have well. a, a trained, certified Medicare con- consultant on staff, uh, Carla Mayfield, and she actually sits with our seniors who are looking at either going on to Medicare or are looking to switch up their plans in Medicare. And she helps them evaluate what their medications are, what the best plan would be. Um, you know, are they, do they wear eyeglasses? Do they need this piece of, of insurance coverage? And she will work with each of these individuals and help them get the best coverage for their needs. That's, that's ideal because a lot of people don't understand the Medicare. And so I'm just going to plug this for our listeners. If you are new to Medicare... Or if you're a young person and your parents yes. are new to Medicare, do not think you can figure this process out by because yourself. Because you can't. Because you can't. Um, it is not a simple process of what is the best Medicare plan for me. So this alone is a benefit that I I really just say. And go it's to free. The senior center. And it's free. Yeah, they just plug in who you are, what you need, yep. what your needs are. You don't have to be a member of the senior center to utilize this service. It is free to our seniors in Tuscarawas County. Nice. Again, that's another reason why the levy exists because it helps us pay Carla to get trained and certified to do this kind of thing. And the last program I want to plug real nope. quick. I know you guys could this go is, all day. This is going to be good to you. This is going to be She's warming your fish. heart. Remember, no. Yeah. This, <laughs> The uh, farmer's market program. Yes. Uh, you need yeah. to talk about that. Okay. Yeah, we obtained some money to be able to provide anybody fifth, 60 and above uh, $50 coupons to the Tuscarawas County Farmer's Market. So if you're interested or if you think you qualify, just give our office a call. We'll get you an appointment. We'll get you a application. And you could use uh, $50 worth of coupons down there at the Tuscarawas awesome. County Farmer's Market. And it is income. There is an income eligibility requirement. So when you call, we'll run through that before um, we make you run down to sign the application. But yeah, it's a pretty simple program to get your 50 bucks. Neat. Yeah. So when we started talking, we talked about fun things. We talked about travel, exercise. We talked about a neat restaurant. Now we're talking about AIDS. We're talking about in-home repairs, tax preparation, Medicare assistance, vouchers. The list goes on and on and on. And you know what? Education opportunities... Um, you always have someone coming in yep, talking. Right. Top, tell we us do our lunch and learns. Yes, and our senior service network, I am a part of that, and we have an annual event that unfortunately had to get canceled uh, this year. A uh, group of uh, area agencies around Tuscarawas County that come together, put their tables out at the senior center. You get their brochures. They might give you a pen, but you know more about those sure. services outside of just the senior center. So we all network together and come together and provide tons of other services. Yeah. So the senior expo. Senior um, expo. That one's always a wonderful event. So, you know, as a senior, you bring in legislative um, candidates. Mm-hmm. Um, we bring in uh, Bruce James, CEO at Cleveland Clinic Union Hospital. He comes in quarterly and, and gives us kind of the state of the hospital uh, information. Um, we Our lunch and learns are typically health and wellness um, relevant to either, um, could be about Medicare, it could be about prescriptions, it could be just fitness and, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, we, we do a reminisce group 
at right. at the uh, center where people come in and they sit around a table and they they literally reminisce about a topic. Um, How neat! And something they love. They that is something that really uh, they love to to do that and bounce things off of each other. And they love the lunch and learns too, as Jamie was talking about, because different agencies come in and sponsor those. Uh, we can't, you know, we, they'll provide a speaker and also maybe probably a snack or two to have or a souvenir, whichever. But, you know, it's just good times to have Indeed. all the time. Mm-hmm. Very good. Actually, Lunch and Learns. Probably the coalition needs to come in because we always need to promote with our seniors okay. safe medication practices. That's wonderful. Um, for our young people, if addiction happens, a lot of times it's at home medicine cabinet. And our seniors do have ton of medications mm-hmm. in our medicine cabinets. I think that's just kind of the American way at this Absolutely. point. But just being mindful that if you have them, to dispose of them properly. And I know we have a good partnership as far as we have drug deactivation bags there. Or Which the we do have them, yes. Mm-hmm. Shareful yeah. do take back opportunities from time to time when we're living in a non-COVID world. So mm-hmm. those are important. But even that tie between grandparents and talking to grandchildren about healthy choices I don't think there's a better protective parent factor than a grandparent. So I think it's just important for Tuscarawas County residents to know we have a gem and a resource. The value of our older population really is the strength of our community as well. Um, so just really appreciate all you do, the resource. I hope people go check it out if you're 50 and over or go um, reap some benefits. Absolutely. Of- Come and eat at the cafe. We're opening the Happy Days Cafe on July 1st. Oh, nice. On your birthday. On your yeah, birthday. There you go. Birthday so come and Sunday. celebrate. That's I get right. a free like Sunday or something? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Banana split, maybe? Uh, got to buy bananas. Yeah. Uh, okay. I can bring my own. Okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, ladies, I really appreciate y'all Thank coming you. today. And the Thanks work for inviting you do. us. And uh, yeah, continue to recreate yourself right now. And, and if anybody wants a newsletter, they're coming out July 1st. So call the Senior Center. If you're not on our mailing list, we'd be happy to get one mailed out to you. And you do not need to be a member. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. So Facebook, webpage. Yes. You call at any time. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. Thanks, ladies. Have a great day. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, You too. <laughs>